0: Hello, Remote Start Nation, and welcome to Remote Start, the podcast for the individual who wants to start a business, build a lifestyle brand, and do it all while living the lifestyle they desire. Our goal is to help you take that idea, skill, or passion and turn it into a profitable, scalable business that thrives within your community. I'm Jim Doyon, your host, and I am on a mission along with special guests to help you understand yourself, the lifestyle you truly want from your business, and what it takes to start and scale it through systems and creating a sought-after brand. Regardless of the industry or where your small business is at in its growth stage, Remote Start is packed with lessons, stories, and the do's and don'ts of how to get where you want. So my simple question to you, what are you ready to start? If it's in business, branding, or lifestyle, then start it now and join the Remote Start nation. Without further ado, let's get this show started. What is up, Remote Start Nation? My name is Jim Doyon, your host, and I wanna welcome you to another episode of Remote Start. Today, I wanna go over another episode of brand and branding. And this time, I really wanna focus on your brand identity. So let me ask you, what do you think of when I say brand identity? What's the first thing that came to your mind? For a lot of you, I'm gonna guess it's your logo. And that's normal. I get that a lot. But the logo is just one piece of your brand identity. And yes, it's what people look at. It's what they see. But there's more that goes to your brand identity, different pieces that make up that logo. Today, I hope to kind of shed some light on that and help you on your journey. When I think of brand identity... I think of it as your first impression. What is somebody, when they see your logo, they see your brand, they hear your brand, they, uh, you send them something, they order a product, they get the packaging. What's that first impression that they're going to have of your brand? That's your brand identity, right? It's those pieces that come together to form that impression. So when someone hears your name, they see your logo, what's that telling them? What's that telling them about your brand? When they see you on social, they go to your website, they look at your packaging, as I just said. What is that telling them? Simply put, I like to think of it as your your feel of your brand, your look and your feel. And Remote Star Nation, if you've been listening along to the previous episodes, you'll notice that brand identity happens to be the third episode I've put in here on branding. I started a series a few episodes ago and my goal is to help walk you through the different elements of your brand. So if you're either thinking about rebranding, maybe your brand's not that cohesive. If you're looking at starting up a new company and you you need a logo, you need some of the different elements of a brand. These, these, this episode, as well as the series of episodes about branding are supposed to give you some guides and and, and hopefully help you. So I put brand identity third and I did that on purpose because as I mentioned with brand, a lot of times people think logo or name or website, but then you need to take a step back. In fact, it should be one of the last parts that you think about when building your brand foundation. And I'll tell you why in a minute, but if you're thinking about changing up your current identity or building yours for the first time, then please go back and listen to episodes nine and 12. They discuss the different elements of your brand, part of what I just hit on. And more importantly, episode 12, I go over brand promise. Brand promise, and, and just a, a quick summary, your values, your mission, your vision, and then how you put together those elements in your voice, how you're going to show or, or tell people what they're going to get when they listen to you, um, how, how you're going to portray yourself, right? Once you get those and you come up with those elements, your values, your mission, your vision, that all will play a key role in how your brand identity will be shaped. And it's super important to really figure out those elements in your promise so not only your customers know but so do your employees. They understand your vision, they understand where you're going with your company. They have something to get behind. And from there, once you have those elements, I think you're going to find out that putting together a logo and the different elements of a brand identity are going to come together a lot easier. And if you haven't honed in on your brand promise, but already have a logo, website, your product packaging done, don't stress about it. But I think you might find that maybe your elements, the things that we just said could be more cohesive. And you might realize that with some tweaking from a professional designer or brand strategist, a brand agency, like Woodward Movement, you're going to be able to put together a brand that's going to resonate better and share your message and have a better first impression than if you didn't think of those other elements first. So now that I've gone over that, and I think it's really important, which is why I stressed on it. Let's touch on the different parts that you could put together to form your, form your brand identity. And with all branding, don't be afraid to spend some money getting help from someone. It's, it's easy to have all these thoughts in your mind and, and talk to friends and, oh, here's what it should look like. And, and, and yes, that's a really cool logo. But if you just spend a little bit of money from an expert who can help take those ideas and those thoughts and your, the creative out of your mind and put that into paper, onto paper and come up with a design that really shares with what, where your vision is and, and where your head's at. I think you're going to find that your brain's going to be a lot more cohesive. So the different elements that I want to go over the, and, and touch on some different pieces of your brand identity. Like we've talked about, first is your logo. But there's more to it than just a logo. So you have secondary elements, you have brand icons. So, you know, think about it, a little character maybe that goes along with that logo or, or stands aside that logo. And maybe your your that character is the first thing you think about when you see a brand. When someone sees your brand, it's that character they think about before your name or anything else. but like here, when you're coming up with your logo, think about simple. You know, what would that logo look like printed on merch? If you want 20 colors in your logo, probably not gonna work well. You have a bunch of different gradients, a bunch of different elements to your, to your design. It might look cool digitally, but when you go to print that physically on something, How's that gonna look? So when you're coming up with a logo, one thing that we always try to look at is, you might have your main logo, but there's going to be secondary parts of it that we can use for different things that people still understand, they know it, it'll resonate with them. But you don't have to use your your main logo for everything. So that's something to think about. It's okay to have multiple variations. Just be consistent with them and how you use them. Then you have typography. And if you don't know what that means, that's, that's the, the fonts that you use, the type that you use. You can either have an artist create your own type for you. And that's, I mean, designing shirts, designing even your just your logo in general. There are artists out there that specialize in this that are incredible and they can take just a name and turn it into an awesome logo just by the typography. So that's just something to think about when you, when you're looking at your logo is it doesn't have to be an icon. It doesn't have to be a, you know, a, an image of something. You could do it through type and, and get really creative and cool with it. Um, the next thing, what color palettes are you going to use? What color is your brand going to be? What colors are not okay to use? You know, these are part of your brand identity that come together to form your brand. Your website, that should be designed with the different elements that are in your logo, the different colors, the different type, the fonts. You know, we have certain fonts we use for certain things, and those are consistent throughout. Your product packaging, I already hit on that. But if you have a beautiful website, a really cool product, and then someone gets a your, your product in the mail and there's no branding, there's no, you know, there's nothing in it special, that's okay. But you could also go above and beyond and create a packaging experience for that customer that when they get your physical product, the thought that they're going to have is probably going to be a little bit higher than if it comes in just a blank product or a big blank package. Other things to think about that are tied into your brand identity are any physical materials. So, you know, yes, merch can be one of it, but your your letterhead your business cards, your sell sheets. So those are just a few of the elements that that you can incorporate into your brand identity to make this cohesive package. But I will say one other thing while we're, we're discussing this is when you put all those together, it's really important to have a brand style guide. That's what creates the your uh, your brand style guide is what not only you know employees can look at it's where you can pull different elements when you're going out to do social media or anything else that you're doing to design but if you have anybody that works on your brand going forward a marketing agency or you know I'll, i'll bring merch up again it's so nice to have a brand style guide in place that has all these different elements in it. Because from that, it's easy for that person. It saves you time. And it keeps everything uh, uh, cohesive or consistent as we keep talking about. So, and that, not only I just want to hit on with your brand style guide, it's not just your logo. It's also, that'll have your values, your mission. You don't have to put all those pieces in it. But the more someone working on your brand or your employees understand this whole package about your brand, and it's all in one place and it's well organized, it's just you're just gonna add that much value. So, with that said, Remote Start Nation, I hope I gave you some some decent input today on your brand identity. I hope it created some thoughts, some different things that maybe you can do to, to get your brand a little bit better from where it is today or to go start your company and, 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 you know, think of these other elements before you think of your brand identity. So, you know, from the bottom of my heart, I want to thank you very much for joining me. This has been an incredible journey and I can't wait to continue and share more with you and help to grow your business, build a brand and live your desired lifestyle. Remember, leave a comment, subscribe, share this episode with anyone in your community that you think can grow and learn from what you've heard today. So go start something, start today, go build the lifestyle you desire by taking action. Thank you, Remote Start Nation. I'll see you next time. Well, Remote Start Nation, we have come to the end of another episode. This episode was brought to you by our sponsor, Woodward Movement your go-to for brand identity, branded merchandise, and brand delivery. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's show, head on over to remotestartpodcast.com or our social channels to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic free resources to help you on your journey. And as always, please don't forget to share the Remote Start Podcast with your friends and colleagues you think would enjoy being part of the Remote Start Nation. Until next time.